0: hey guys I'm back it's Jay um I just first want to start by saying that I know that these are crazy times and it just seems like we're already off to a bad start and it's two thousand twenty and it's just like the craziest things are happening and cities are shutting down states are shutting down um but still trust that God is in control and that he knows exactly where you are and your needs and and he's aware of them and and Don't be moved by what the world is saying. Like, you know God, you know your Father. He's going to take care of you in in every way imaginable. Um, So I'm sorry, I just had to get that out. But I came back on to talk about um, anxiety. I started a podcast last time on uh, depression, and the Holy Spirit wanted me to come back on and talk about anxiety. And he gave me some notes So this one is going to be a little bit different than the Overcoming Depression. If you want more practical tips to overcome uh, anxiety, then you're going to want to listen to the Overcoming Depression podcast that I put out just before this one. And that'll give you practical tips to overcoming not only uh, um, depression, but anxiety. You're going to follow the same steps, basically, to overcoming anxiety. This podcast is going to be focusing more so um, on anxiety, what it is in detail, and the root causes of it, so how it enters our lives. Um, So let's get started. Anxiety, and I know that a lot of times anxiety and worry and fear, they're used interchangeably. um, And this is because they are companion spirits. So you guys know by now that i talk about this a lot so we use anxiety and worry and fear um and just about anything now we'll say it as a noun we'll say it as a thing right but but it really what it is is not an emotion it's a spirit so anxiety comes from the root or the stronghold of worry um and then worry then it can worry and anxiety can be used interchangeably underneath that um, spirit of that stronghold of worry can come the spirit of fear or dread or apprehension. So they all kind of hang out together. So when they come to, um, into our lives or when they try to come into our lives and they try to, to, to fill that space in our, in our lives. So I'm trying to, make this make sense. <laughs> so, um demonic spirits or unclean spirits when they come to inhabit a place. They prefer to inhabit humans as opposed to or living things as opposed to unliving things, but they can inhabit both. So there's doors that can be open, right? When those doors are open that we open that we either knowingly or unknowingly leave open for these spirits, um they come and they usually bring a camp of different spirits with them um, and the hope is that if they come and inundate you with all these different spirits that can kind of mimic certain emotions um, or mimic certain behaviors that you will be so inundated with the different things going on in your life that you will not be able to attack it at the root and that they can stay there for your whole entire life that's the goal right so worry would be the stronghold it would be the root um of that spirit coming and so that can come generationally a spirit of worry um or it could come through a soul tie or just leaving the door open um to a demonic spirit just through a lot of different gates so and i'll talk about a few of those in a minute so when that spirit of worry comes it might bring fear it might bring apprehension or dread um it can bring panic, all of those things. Um, it can even bring a spirit of torment, which is, ugh, that's a, that's a foul, really foul spirit. Um, but essentially, the the word worry um, or worry is first talked about in the Bible and the New Testament. And it's the root word or the Greek word mer- merimeno. I'm going to spell it. It's M-E-R-I-M-N-O-A if anybody knows Greek, tell me how to pronounce it. (laughs) But it's, uh, it literally means to have appropriate care or concern. And you can use it uh, positively or negatively. So it can mean to have appropriate care or concern, or it can mean to have an over concern or an over care for something. So anxiety in and of itself is worry. So And Rick Warren, he actually words it the best that I've ever heard it. So worry enters our lives and it becomes a product of not having God at the center of our lives. So worry is a good indicator that God is not at the center of your life. And I know that that probably sounds crazy, but hear me out. So we are designed for God We are designed and it talks about this in um, Song of Solomon where the God is reflecting his relationship with us. And he he says, I am my beloved and my beloved is mine. So we are God's and God is ours and we are designed for him alone. Now, he allows us different relationships, but our heart was always supposed to be his. Our, Our focus is always supposed to be on him. And so that is when we're in our ideal state, is when our focus, when, when we have dove's eyes, right? When we focus solely on God, when our heart is solely for him, um, that's when we're in our ideal or Eden-like state, if you will. The minute that we take our focus off of God, when God stops being the focus, when he stops being... um the center of our lives, when he's no longer the desire of our hearts, then that is when worry, that leaves a door open for worry to come in. So if you're looking at your life and you're examining things and you're worried about school or you're worried about money or you're worried about a relationship or how you look um, or if you're worried about um, just the future, if you're worried about the, the coronavirus, you know, all of these things, um, then for that moment or even however long you're worried about that situation or those things, that thing, whatever that is, has now taken the place of God in your life. It has now taken the place of God on the heart of your uh the throne of your heart. So God used to be there, but now he's not. And each time you worry, the thing that you're worrying about is a good indicator of what is now taking the place of God in your heart. So, um, anxiety or worry also has another word that's mentioned um, in the Bible. And it's merizo, M-E-R-I-Z-O. It means to divide, to draw in different directions or to distract. And that's pretty much what worry, the spirit of worry is sent to do is sent to distract you from your first love. It's sent to distract you from what should be your main focus, which is God. Um, so the, the key to getting back to, I don't want to say right standing, because that sounds weird, but the key to overcoming anxiety, um, the key to really um, controlling your anxious thoughts or the key to being able to be at peace at all times is to keep God at the focus, right? To keep God at the center. And people used to tell me this all the time about keeping your eyes stayed on God. And I'm like, well, what does that mean? <laughs> like, am I supposed to look up at the sky all day? But what I'm saying is that every care that you have every concern that you have you have to have you have to submit it to god it has to be beneath the care of god and that takes practice because truly the um the spirit of worry is kind of tapping at all of our hearts right on the doors of all of our hearts to try to get us to focus on whatever that is that thing is instead of god and it's it's around us all the time so some things that you can do Um, while you're practicing, focusing on God and nothing else, is removing any and all distractions. Um, And that could be anything, really. That could be family for a time. Um, That could be friends for a time. It could be social media for a time. Notice I'm saying for a time, because you don't want to get into a spirit of isolation, or not get into, but you don't want to allow room for the spirit of isolation to come. But for a time, you might have to, put these things aside so that God can become your focus. There is a song, um, shoot, I can't think of how it goes, but I mean, I can't think of who makes it, but it's called, um, Oh, How We Love You. And it's a really simple song. And it just says, Jesus, oh, how we love you. And there's no other um, that I want. And if you can say that and sing that and truly know that you're being honest as you're singing out to God, like there's nothing else that I desire besides God, then more than likely God is at the center of your heart. But but if you're seeing that or if even thinking about that, you're kinda of like, uh no, there's other things that I'm concerned about. There's other things that are more important to me. Um, there's other things that come up before God. You know, even as I'm addressing my day, if I do other things besides speaking to God first, that can be placing anything on the throne of my heart before God and you don't want to do that because that allows that leaves a door wide open for worry to come in so one thing that the Holy Spirit wanted me to talk about is that the word anxiety um really it's overused in my opinion but the Holy Spirit didn't tell me to say that so let me retract that but the um but anxiety and fear they're used interchangeably um but it's very important to be specific Because when you're calling out these spirits and you're evicting them out of your life and you're casting them out, you want to call them by the right name. So anxiety is worry. It comes under that same root as worry. Um, Fear is a a separate spirit and it actually can be a stronghold in and of itself, the spirit of fear. Um, But when you're talking about fear that kind of cripples you, that crippling fear that can come along with worry and kind of build anxiety if you will then that would apply um that would be the the same fear that's going to be more than likely communing with the spirit of worry so there's another type of fear um that's like a a phobia like if you're afraid of heights or um And it's just like you have panic attacks based on that. That's not necessarily associated with the spirit of worry, although it can be. But there's a worry, there's a a spirit of fear that kind of associates itself with worry. The things that you're constantly thinking about, that you're concerned about, you then begin to fear um, the worst. You begin to fear um, bad things or... Or you just begin to think irrationally, which allows room for fear to come in. So when we're speaking about that spirit of fear, the Holy Spirit wants me to talk about how sometimes you can be calling these spirits to you. So anxiety, and, and I know I hear a lot of people saying that. They're like, oh, my anxiety. Oh, my anxiety is bad. Oh, my nerves are bad. Um, you don't want to say that. <laughs> Um, Because what you're doing, anxiety is not a noun, like that worry is not a noun, it is an actual spirit um, that you can call to you. So if you're claiming it, if you're saying, oh, my anxiety, you're saying that that spirit- that unclean spirit is now yours. It is not yours. God didn't give it to you, but you can receive it if you want to. And you, a lot of times with our words, that's what we're saying. That's essentially what you're saying. You're saying my anxiety, it is now mine. No, you don't have anxiety. God did not give it to you. Um, it is not yours. It's not your portion. Um, so we have to be careful with our words, especially when we're speaking. And I know, I know, I know I have friends to this that still say oh my anxiety or my nerves are bad if that's not what you want if you don't want anxiety if you don't want your nerves to be bad you don't want to speak that um because you will have what you say so um I kind of spoke to this before but fear is not our portion um God did not give us the spirit of fear right? Um, I think that's in first Timothy, I have to double check that, but God didn't give us the spirit of fear, but he gave us power and love and a sound mind. Right? So fear is not innate. I know that this is going to mess with some people's whole logic because we're taught that, you know, fight or flight, that fear is a natural response. Um, but fear is not innate. It's not God's original design for us. When Adam and Eve were in the garden, there was no fear because they were with God and God is perfect love and perfect love drives out fear. There was no fear. That was not God's design for us, right? So any time that we are in fear or we are experiencing the spirit of fear, that's not coming from God. It is coming from the enemy, the devil. So, and it's not only coming from him, but because it's not its not what God gave us, It's not it was not in his original design, it's not in his divine design, we have to learn how to operate in fear. It has to be like a learned thing. So the Holy Spirit gave me some ways that we practice being in fear because it's not innate, it's not what we were designed to do. We're not designed to fear, but we had to learn to fear. So one way that we learn that is by watching horror films which i know that in modern society it's become a pastime um, and it can be entertaining for some but because it's not innate it was not god's original design for us to watch horror films and to be exposed because that's essentially what you're doing is you're exposing yourself to the spirit of fear and so over time you're building a response to fear Um, but that was not God's original design. Um, there's other ways that you can do that, such as listening to a scary story, going to a haunted house, um, trying to contact spirits through a medium, Ouija boards, all of that. It's important to constantly remind yourself that fear is not our portion. So if you're experiencing fear, if you're experiencing worry, um, if you're experiencing anxiety, um, anxiety that's not your portion. That's not what God gave you. So if you are experiencing those things, it's because you're allowing it some way. And so a lot of times we're not giving verbal consent. We're not outright saying, oh yes, come to me, please. I want it. But if you use certain things i think i talked about this in overcoming depression if you use the the toys of the enemy you allow access and you allow him access or you give him access into your life so if you are going to see scary movies if you like going to haunted houses that's fine but just know that you're exposing yourself and you're opening the door to for the enemy to bring fear and to bring worry and anxiety okay so also while god was giving me um notes and points that he wanted me to talk about. He gave me um, some entryways and just a breakdown of what worry is and where it came from, which I just gave you. But he also wanted me to talk about a few other things that sometimes people mistake um, as anxiety. And I know for me that this range true. So the gift of uh, discernment. So the gift of discernment, um, in short, and I hope that I'm explaining this the best way I can, it is the gift to to discern which is terrible definition sorry (laughs) it's the gift to be able to tell um what spirits evil good um you can identify um de like a demon you can identify an angel or um a godly spirit um you can also identify um, like if there's jealous somebody's being jealous, if somebody is um, anger, pride, God gives you the ability to to discern spirits. Um, so when that happens, sometimes you can have what feels like anxiety because the Holy Spirit is stirring your spirit, and it's a very uncomfortable feeling, especially if you don't know that it's him doing it. Um, And there's been times like where the Holy Spirit has like been speaking or giving me like a a feeling and it's just like, it's very uncomfortable. And in times it has felt like, um, I don't want to say anxious, but it's just felt like very uneasy to the point of where I could have given into fear or I could have given into anxiety because I didn't know what was going on, but I just knew I something didn't feel right. Like it didn't feel right. Um, and it wasn't anything bad it was just I didn't know what it was um I didn't know it was the Holy Spirit so a lot of times that'll happen um if the Holy Spirit is trying to warn you about a spirit that is present so um there was a time where I was walking into a a store and this is after the Holy Spirit had revealed to me that that um that it was him that was stirring my spirit that that I had the gift of discernment. So I was walking to a store, it was an African store, and they had these African masks on the the wall, and there was a lot of them, like maybe thirty. And these were, I don't I don't know if all African masks have spirits, but these African masks had spirits in them, and they were not um, clean spirits. They were not spirits of God. So. Um, I walked in and it was just like a power that I I cannot explain because I was just like, who, like it just kind of not knocked me back, but like my reaction to the immense amount of power that was coming from these masks was just to take a step back. And I remember having like an uneasiness, like while I was around it, um, not a fear, but it was just like a very uncomfortable, just like my, my spirit was just stirred. It was just like, no, my spirit was like, no. And I remember talking to my friend and I was like, You don't feel that? And she was like, No, I said, There's something. I know she probably thought I was crazy. I was like, There's something on those masks. And she was like, Really? I don't feel anything. I said, That's not the point. Ask the man and I told her to ask the, you know, the store. I'm like, what are what are the masks for? What are the masks for? And he said, uh, he gave a pretty much, like, a commercial answer, like, oh, no, you know, they say it's for this, they say it's for that, but it really isn't, because if it was for richness, I'd be rich now. I think he said something like that, or if it was for wealth, I'd be rich now. I'm like, okay, whatever. But I knew what I felt, um, so I didn't have, like, the uneasiness, that feeling did not leave until I left the store, um, and then the more you grow in that spirit, um, It could be the Holy Spirit warning you about something something that's going to happen. I remember when I was getting ready for graduation, I had a very, very uneasy feeling. Like it almost kind of felt like depression, almost kind of felt like anxiety mixed in together. And I was just like, I don't want to go. And I kept telling my mom, like, I don't want to go to my graduation. I don't want to go to my graduation. And she felt otherwise and she felt like I should go. And it was the Holy Spirit letting me know there was a an, um, not a, I don't want to say an altercation, but there was an incident with another student that I didn't even know was going to happen, but the Holy Spirit was trying to warn me that it was going to happen before I went. It was very weird, but it was the Holy Spirit trying to warn me, that feeling um, that I was feeling. I didn't know what it was at the time, but in retrospect, it was the Holy Spirit trying to warn me. So that's another thing um, that, and the Holy Spirit kind of brought it to me um, because, he was basically letting me know that a lot of people who are saying that they have anxiety, they really don't have anxiety. What you do have is a gift of discernment, and the Holy Spirit is trying to speak to you, um, which is really a great gift once you realize <laughs> what it is and how the Holy Spirit is speaking. Um, I know I probably gave two examples that don't really seem that <laughs> that positive, but um, and I know I gave this example before I talked about it, but there was a time where. I sat next to the person that God told me my husband is, and that was how the Holy Spirit confirmed it. Um, my spirit was leaping. I never felt that, and I have never felt that since, but my spirit was leaping inside of me. It was so uncomfortable, um, and the Holy Spirit didn't reveal to me what it was until later on, but um, that's how I knew. And so, again, the gift of discernment can be really, really great, um, After you realize or once you realize that um, it's the Holy Spirit speaking to you or trying to speak to you. And so the Holy Spirit gave me this. um, And first Samuel, Samuel uh, was with Eli and Eli was uh, on his last leg. He was on his way out. And he thought that he heard Eli calling him, but it was really the Holy Spirit. And he actually got up like they were both sleeping and he actually got up about four or five times or I don't know, a number of times. And he was saying, you know, here I am going to Eli's room saying, here I am. You called me. And Eli was like, "Nope, didn't call you. Go lay back down. And then finally, Eli was like, oh, it's him. And he was talking about the Lord. and He said, if he comes to you or when he comes to you again, just say, speak. Speak, Lord, your servant is listening. And sure enough, Samuel did it. It was the Lord, and the Lord was speaking to him. Um, so if you have the spirit of discernment and the Holy Spirit is trying to confirm to you that you have the, um, the spirit of discernment, um, or if you have an inkling that it might be like that, if you've had similar instances um, like that, then all you have to say is something along the effect of, speak, Lord, I'm listening. I hear you. I just say, Holy Spirit, what are, what are you trying to tell me? What are you trying to tell me? Um, just acknowledge that it's him that that discomfort and i know it it's it it's hard to see god and i'm not saying that he causes the discomfort i'm just saying that the power of the holy spirit um sometimes can feel it can feel a little odd in in your spirit like while while he's doing things so um yeah he wanted me to just acknowledge the fact that some, some people, um, he's given the gift of discernment, and it, you will have a feeling like that sometimes, um, and it's really the Holy Spirit. It's not the spirit of anxiety. It's not worry. It's not fear. Um, I know there's some people who have uh, car sickness or motion sickness, or they believe they have motion sickness, or they believe um, that they have an anxious stomach that they can't eat first thing in the morning, <clears throat> or, um, no, just first thing in the morning or on, on days where something big is happening that, I mean, I'm sure that happens to some people where you can't eat on days that are, where important things are happening. But if it's consistently, I know when I was growing up, I could not eat when I was going to school, I could not eat in the morning. And my dad called it a nervous stomach, but it wasn't a nervous stomach. Um, it was the Holy spirit. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you just want to pray and ask God if, He's giving you the gift of discernment. And then when you feel that, once he confirms that he has, because he will, um, when you feel that feeling next time, just say, hey, what's up? I noticed that you, what what are you trying to tell me, Holy Spirit? It doesn't have to be elaborate, um, like, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. You can say that if that makes you happy. Um, But I just choose to speak to God like he's my homie because he is. So I'm just like, what's up? I hear you. What's up? Um, And the last thing um, is caffeine. Caffeine... um, can trigger um it can simulate anxiety it can quicken your heart rate (laughs) to a place of where it can make you feel anxious um or just really on edge and a lot of people have become dependent on caffeine and I know that there's different types of caffeine I know that there's matcha which I used to drink and the Holy Spirit um told me I had to stop just because it was causing me to be like, really, I can't explain it, but uh, my body does not process caffeine well. And it was just, I would, I'm not an anxious person. I, um, I do have, sometimes I battle with depression. And I talked about that on the, oh, the overcoming depression podcast, but I've never really had a problem with anxiety or worry, um, or fear really for that matter. But when I would drink caffeine that I would just be very, very anxious and just very high strung for no reason. Um, and that was because of the caffeine. So not saying that everybody has to stop drinking caffeine. You want to take all of this to God and just sit down and have a talk with them. Like, look, I've been dealing with this. Um, these feelings of worry, this, these feelings of fear. And hopefully this will give you some insight of doors maybe that you unknowingly open Um, to these spirits um, so that you can go back and have you and God together can close them. Um, And then also there's some tips that I gave in overcoming depression that you're still going to want to apply to overcoming anxiety. Um, I really hope that this helps because God has put it on my heart so heavy that he does not want his people to have to deal with these spirits. Like this, you and I, I said this on, a, on the last podcast, like you're not, I don't care what the diagnosis is, like you're not clinically depressed. You're not, um, you don't, I can't think of what they call when you have severe anxiety, but that that's not you. That's not your portion. God did not give you that. That's not your cross to bear. It is a spirit. There's nothing wrong with you. There's everything wrong with the spirit um, that has attached itself um, to your life, which is illegal. God, when I say illegal, I mean like in the kingdom of God, like no evil spirit, no spirit in and of itself has the right to interfere with your life, period. Because of the way God set the earth up, God gave us humans the authority over the earth. He gave us authority over our own lives. He gave, us, uh, he gave us our own free will. So no spirit, God, good or bad, good or evil, has a right to interfere in your life. So that's why we have to give God, we constantly have to give him permission and allow him into our lives because he will not violate his own law. Um, and so don't allow any foul spirit to to violate God's law. Like that spirit does not have right or access to your life unless you allow it. I'm going to say it one more time (laughs) because I know I say a lot, but I really want this to resonate. That spirit, the spirit of anxiety, the spirit of depression and any other unclean spirit does not have the right or the authority to interfere or to attach itself in any way to your life unless you allow it. So. Hopefully, with the tips that I gave you in the last podcast and this one, you will stop allowing it and be able to overcome anxiety and depression. Um, Again, as always, you can email me if you have any questions, if you want me to pray for you, um, if you just need somebody to walk you through this more in depth. um, My email is j J u s -S j 9999 at gmail.com. Um, I know that there's a lot to be anxious about. There's a lot going on on a lot of people are saying different things and doing different things. Keep your mind and your focus on God. Do not be distracted. Um, and until next time, be blessed and thanks for listening.